All right, and there it is. And of course I need to go ahead and get the up and or running, up and or running. That wasn't even a sentence, really. <clears throat> it was up and or running. That's not a sentence. It, yes, yes, it was a sentence. Buddy Chief. Where the fuck is our volume at? All right, winecellarmedia.com. You feel the funk? Right. There it goes. Yes. Just bass boost it. Uh, no, I, uh, <laughs> I, t- I turned on a, um, a feature with the auxiliary. Oh, okay. The auxiliaries, how I bring the funk to niggas that want to step up. Nigga, you don't want no problems with that. Pull out the 12-gauge pump, cock it back, let niggas know they might get slumped. Those rhymes are a little too simplistic, but the evilistic trends that I kick are intrinsic. Oh, I'm supposed to have a rhyme a day, but I didn't really take time to write one this way. I'll write something. I'll write something. Fuck a freestyle. Okay. Kamala Devi Harris is uh, still black as fuck according to the comments section of the social dissonance page <laughs> yes they are like nah nigga like cam like apparently according to them she is so black they just call her nigger like she is nigger harris to him to them oh okay oh yeah yeah you, i yeah. thought oh i thought we were doing news <laughs> yeah no yeah we are supposed to be doing news but god damn it my own page bugs me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I get like people being like, oh, you can't deny her black heritage because her father is, you know, even though he's light skinned, he's still Jamaican, you know, and like I get that to a certain extent. But what we don't talk about with her blackness is how she doesn't really talk about her blackness, like, you know, and she's basically adopting a sort of like generic you know, African-American nigga type way of behaving and facial expressions and, you know, vocal intonations and people are really eating it up. But like that's she's doing that right now because she's running as VP, not because that's who she is. And I just wish more people were like honest about that. People like, oh, look at her getting off the plane with Tim's. And, you know, like the first thing I ever heard her say about her Jamaican heritage is that, of course, I smoke weed right when she was on um, Charlemagne's show. Right when she was listening to Tupac and Biggie before Tupac and Biggie came out, <laughs> but like you know, it's just like because it's such a pandering. Like she was at the fucking soul food restaurant, like eating greens with the hot sauce. I listen to Tupac. I smoke weed. I have Tim's. I have a really good side eye, and it's like that's not the type of blackness that you've lived or experienced or been like just be fucking honest about who you are it's fucking weird at this point and the funny shit is people go as far as to say she's raising her black children hold up she doesn't have any children she didn't oh so she just she's a stepmother to those white kids yes but someone said she's raising her black children who are these black children this is why I've, I hate comment sections because everyone is the same volume. And it's like, <laughs> no, I don't need to hear all y'all niggas. I that, mean, I'll go back and double check later, but I'm pretty sure she does not have any children of her own. She has only been a step parent. Ah. We might as well hop out the pool pit and let the choir preach it. Your argument would have teeth if you would quit biting Phoenix. Try to beef in, we can leave them slayed. Three languages, English, tea, and shade. 
wine cellar to the bone gristle. We throw missiles on the warpath to make his soul sizzle. And like attack him with the fat flow. I make it dance like Hillary to get the black vote. I'm a super predator about the hilltop. So I ain't paying attention until she does the crip walk. She can study it on Lokestopedia. For now I gotta deal with the social media. Different day but the same turd. Corny motherfuckers wanna drag a nigga like James Bird. With your clickbait schemes and plans. With niggas like you who needs the clan. Something about you is seeming fake. I speak three languages. English, tea, and shade. Coming at me with your weak brigade. I speak three languages. English, tea, and shade. And I don't care what your people say. I speak three languages. English, tea, and shade. So memorize it and repeat the phrase. I speak three languages. English, tea, and shade. If you're more of a reader than a listener... You can peep our written content at socialdissonance.wordpress.com. Yeah, I have to segment that. I am tired of smashing those things together. I'm sure that, because that is three minutes and 42 seconds of that. Uh-huh. Right? Like someone who clicked it for the actual title and wants to know what's going on with this story. Yes. Right? Like they're probably tired of that shit with Wine Cellar Media. <laughs> Right, like where the, the title of the episode is about an anti-Semitic politician, right? Uh-huh. Marine Le Pen has the Jew blues. I think that was out in France. Yes. But you know we talked about other shit before we got to that story and bugged the fuck out of someone. Yes, and I'm actually about to do it again. Oh shit. Um, no, this is actually super brief, but I'm just going to bring it up because important FYI. Uh, if you shop at Walmart, several of their fruit is being recalled due to a listeria threat. So that's something you should know, probably. Uh, packaged fruit sold by Walmart is being recalled. Country Fresh is the brand, and it includes prepackaged fruit such as uh, pre-cut apples, grapes, mangoes, pineapples, and cantaloupe. Is listeria or listeria? Listeria. Listeria. My brain is saying listeria, but you typically what did get I say? things right. Listeria. Listeria. Listeria should be. Yeah, that that's what yeah. my brain thinks is right. I said, wait, what the fuck did I say? You said listeria. That yeah, that threw me off too. I was like, what the fuck is that? That's that some new shit. Listeria. Oh, I said listeria instead of listeria. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my bad. We just made another my, segment. My bad. Um, listeria. Okay. But so, um, cantaloupe, I know you get that brand when you get your cantaloupe. That's the one I get? Yeah. Country Fresh? Yeah. Shouldn't me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you, most, of course, then it says, healthy people may only suffer short-term symptoms, such as high fever, headache, stiffness, nausea, abdominal pain, and diarrhea, but the FDA warns that it can cause miscarriages and stillbirths. The recall affects fresh fruit items that were sent to Walmart stores in... Arkansas, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Missouri, Oklahoma, and Texas. And the best if used by dates on the packaging read between October 3rd and October 11th. Damn. So for me, condense all those symptoms down to explosive diarrhea for one evening. Pretty much. Pretty much. But yeah, so if you get um, the prepackaged, they even have it on here, the prepackaged, like the clear (laughs) packages of fruit at Walmart, please be careful. Uh, You may want to avoid that until they get the uh, listeria threat under control. I already ate mine. Well, it's been about five days. I think if... Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, if if something was going to crack off, it would have cracked off. Michigan wasn't on the list. Oh. So. How long is the list? I just read it. It was only like... Five states? 
That was uh. Ten states. Arkansas, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Missouri, Oklahoma, and Texas. God, so the heartland of America. Pretty much. Oh, Jesus. So be careful, y'all. All right. So now. Yes. Reasons why the police are very important and <laughs> save lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, of course, I'm going to assume there's a trigger warning before the story because the story is kind of terrible. It's fucking gruff. Um, I originally just saw a picture and and then I saw some comments, but I was like, oh, so it's some grimy ass nigga. And I kept scrolling. Mm-hmm. I didn't know there were actually articles going on and that this was like uh, more than what I glanced past. Yeah. So the story is about... Um, what, where's this nigga name? Uh, Sydney Deal, who is 20, oh, all right, I'm getting work email, sorry, y'all. Uh, Sydney Deal, who's a 27-year-old man who was arrested Tuesday in Las Vegas. Um, he was arrested because his toddler was, was found dead in a hot car on Monday night. Now, here's the wild thing about this story, right? Yeah. So according to court records, Deal was uh, set to have a court hearing at 1.30 p.m. next Tuesday. He refused to appear due to medical reasons, which was accepted by the court. But here's the case. His daughter, I'm going to say her name is Sy- was Saya, S-A-Y-A-H, Saya? S-A-Y-A-A, I think Saya. Saya? Yeah. So his daughter, Saya, was one year and nine months old. Uh, so far, the cause of death is pending, but it's pretty clear that she died because she was locked in a car in the heat and died from that. But according to the arrest report, Deal flagged down a patrol unit and said he accidentally locked his keys in the car, but left it running with the air conditioning on where his while his daughter was inside. So like too cold. The air conditioning wasn't on. The car wasn't running. Wait, but he said he left it on. Yes. Okay. Right. So that's already like the first like what the fuck. And where are they? Uh, Las Vegas. Okay, that's the desert. Yeah. Okay, they're in the fucking heat. All right. Yeah. Mhm. Um. So according to Deal's report, uh, he flagged down a patrol unit and said he locked accidentally locked the keys in the car, but it was running. An officer tried to call for a tow truck and a locksmith and offered to break the window. Deal asked the officer instead to call his brother. After. Uh, so, like, okay. Um, in an interview with police, Deal's brother told police he knew of the incident when his brother called him from an unknown number. Deal told his brother he'd accidentally locked his daughter inside, but the air conditioner was on. Deal also told his brother to call his mother and for her to call the insurance company. What? Yeah, Deal's, there's a lot going on in this fucking case. Deal's brother told police he was confused and then went to his brother's house. At the H Street home, Deal told his brother the toddler was okay, but needed his mom to call a service through her insurance. His brother was prepared to break the window, but Deal stopped him, according to police. According to the report, Deal told his brother he did just bought the car and didn't have money to fix a broken window. After waiting for a tow and a locksmith, and then sending them away because he disagreed with the price, Deal finally allowed police to break the window. Yeah. But by then, the the child has been dead. Yeah. So there's a lot going on in this um, situation. Also worth noting, Deal told police he'd gotten into a fight with his girlfriend and at the time of the incident was taking his daughter to spend the day at his brother's. He said he locked the accidentally locked the car when he realized he didn't have his phone. 
And when he went back to double check, he found out the car was locked. He told police the toddler walked from the back seat to the front and after a few minutes laid down on the floorboard of the back seat. He said he thought she was fine. He also allegedly admitted to rejecting multiple offers to break the window to avoid a bill and damage his new car. Yeah. That obsession with being fly. Yeah. So, I mean, there's like a lot going on. Like, first of all, his goofy ass family went along with this. They let him wait for a fucking it takes a while for a tow truck and a locksmith. They let him they called the insurance to have that set out there and let him fucking wait with the girl in the car. Instead of just breaking the fucking window. And also, niggas just didn't break the window. Because now I'm looking at all the other people, too. Right. Uh, yeah, like, I'm, like, mad at everybody who was involved with this situation. None of y'all buster-ass niggas could just break the fucking window. What the fuck? Like, uh, what, is he some big... Is he, he's gonna beat your ass? Go ahead. Be the dude that that whooped someone's ass and then um, over the broken window to save the child's life. Right. And you know what? And then press charges. Press charges on me for breaking the window... Cause the I'm gonna get far more on the GoFundMe for the story of the shitty shit you did. Mm-hmm. Then like oh yeah I'm gonna pay you off and walk away with a check. Fuck off a hero check. But yeah so just like let's so just to recap, he lost his phone or whatever doesn't have his phone. The kid's in the car. He accidentally locks the car. He gets a hold of police. Police say we can break the window for you. He says no. I want a locksmith. Okay. So then he calls his brother. His brother doesn't understand what's going on. So his brother shows up and says, I'll break the window. And he says, no. So they call a locksmith and a tow truck from his mother's insurance company. So I guess his mother has his car insured, which is also fucking all right. So they come. He disagrees with the price. He sends them away. The kid's still in the car. And then he allows police to break it. Now... The brother let the kid stay in the car. He let the kid stay in the car. The tow truck, dr- tow truck driver let the kid stay in the car. The locksmith let the kid stay in the car. The cops let the kid stay in the car. The, the grandma the let gra- the kid stay in the car. Right, and that's the thing about the cops is like, since when do cops give a fuck about black people's property? Since when? Like the one fucking time you would have actually been a good cop in a... You, but they can't. There's oh no God. such thing as a good cop part 592 like i mean and honestly like right now with everything that's going on with all the fucking riots and the protests and the uprising the one easy ass thing you could have done to get good publicity we broke a window to rescue a toddler she's not even two years old from being locked in a car and they didn't by the time they fight and eventually police did break the window but she was already dead like I, I don't understand how so many people let this happen. The same cops of whom, like, we just saw another video of cops that were involved with the same crew that murdered Breonna Taylor, mm-hmm. of them busting down another door. Yeah. It's like, yeah, y'all motherfuckers break some damn windows. Yeah. But nah, not, not, not in this instance. Because it was probably fun for them to let a little black girl die. Because think about what it is for a cop who are already down for the kill. Mm-hmm. Um, so little black baby dies. They know they can just let that happen. Yep. And then they get to charge him with neglect and put a nigger in prison. Mm-hmm. Fact of all, Tegan tonight, as you may know, I've been critical of the singer Beyonce for putting out music and videos that are libertine in tone. 
For adults, it doesn't matter. That stuff happens all the time. But for young girls, especially those who do not, do not have parental supervision, what Beyonce does could have a negative influence. She pointed that out. We also pointed out Beyonce, along with her husband, rapper Jay-Z, is worth close to $1 billion, with a B, dollars. So she doesn't have to put out stuff like this. First off, I give an honor to Leslie Mack, an inspiration for making the extra black. And if a clown roll up and want to play with me, jump on the mic and kick around with they should be. An amazing MC is what I claim to be. And I back the words up when I slay the beat. Blackwash with LQ and that whole crew. They laid the brigade that you can't roll through. I'm a black man with a tortured soul. With a bold and receding of a gorgeous fro. But I talk to my homeboys about street harassment. I won't ignore my such a door exposed. Niggas want to see what's cracking. I bring pain. Like a Mac of War beat down by Ving Rhames. Straight nigga when I'm up in the place. It's true. Ted Cruz has a punchable face. The Oscar's so white, but the music is black. Adele can really tell what to do with the track. Hello? It's me again. You can wait to exhale, then breathe again. I can go hard on whack foolish punks and still make time for Black Future Month. I see homophobes on Jaden Smith, and you can let that whack shit lie to rest. Cause your girlfriend, she likes the style, but you didn't work hard enough to buy the dress. Now you know where I stand with GF. Motherfuckers don't know about G-Life. Oh no, it's a big scary black man. Look, Krista Greco be like, hi. My name is who? My name is what? My name is white lady. And if I surround myself with women of color when I throw one under the bus, they might save me. Of course, your dollars out style has a problem with facts. Phoenix words ain't yours out of all of his black. You can punk and shuffle with a spicy foot. Accuse me of liable like I'll be shook. But I don't trip because you won't do a damn thing. So why care? I'm black as fuck and I'm loud as shit. I'll be your PR nightmare. It's like one, two, three. Three into the vote. It's back to being blacker than the murder of a crows. I'm a Northwest nigga and it's hard to do soft. My wife has a purse just for barbecue sauce. Shout out to Converse for making Chuck Taylor. Shout out to Nike for making Cortez. Thanks to them, I never caught by the cops. They saw me hop a fence and dip straight to the set. Now I won't shy away from saying rape culture. Too many of y'all be acting like straight vultures. To my fellow black men, I'm speaking broad and in general. The world revolves around more than your genitals. Yelling at a woman walking, that's grimy, fool. How the fuck you even know she got time for you? Now for you as a man, it's easy to roam. Be the best part of a day and leave her alone. Now I won't stop. I won't stop with this. Y'all kill trans women like y'all the cops and shit. You say black lives matter, I'm mobbing with you. But I can't until we say all of them do. If it's not inclusive, it's a bunch of shit. You're acting like the white man that you're up against. Don't act like a coward. If you want to be an oppressor, white fight the power. The hate for trans women ain't making sense. I don't got time for you to take offense. Lives are on the line, so don't be the machine we gotta rage against. And that's that black shit. We live, and I ain't even in the field. And welcome to Swapcast. This is Phoenix Kalita. We're going to see how this goes. I'm doing like 87 things at once right now. Hopefully we can make it through a Swapcast. All right. Um, 
today I actually kind of wanted to focus on um, not so much um, sex worker news, which is like typically what we do as far as like legislation, stories about um, sex workers' rights. I wanted to talk a little bit um, about doxing and internet safety. So today is, what is today? The 21st. So there's... um, a couple days ago, there was a list that went around. It was put on a review board, um, particularly a, rev- a review board based in the South. And it was a list of uh, how they <laughs> framed it was like terrorist hookers or hooker terrorists, which I'm actually amused by that sort of wordage. Um, and it was basically sex workers who um, have Twitter, a Twitter presence. So far, it's only Twitter users on it. Um And it was sex workers who, you know, tweet about things like social justice issues, um, tweet about, uh, you know, maybe supporting Antifa, supporting Black Lives Matter, being opposed to police brutality, racism, those sort of things. And apparently there's some very conservative folks on this particular review board who are very upset with the notion of sex workers doing that. And so essentially they've gone around compiling a list of... uh, what they call quote unquote uh, hooker terrorists and um, so a lot of folks got justifiably freaked out I will say that this board seems very small it doesn't seem like it's used very often there's not a lot of interaction going on with this post so I don't think it's um, necessarily like an immediate like panic danger but definitely something to consider and be cautious about And so I just wanted to talk a little bit about, um, you know, doxing and Internet safety and things like that. And there's also, um, you know, we should consider how to proceed as a community uh, when it comes to sex workers and allies and advocates and activists. um, What happens when these lists go out? Um, The only reason I found out about the list is because someone else who I interact with pretty regularly on Twitter was also on the list. And they found out from someone that they interact with regularly that they were uh, on the list. And so essentially I found out because like four people I'm removed from someone who I don't interact with just happened to have enough mutual friends that it hit me. um, And I found out I was also on the list. And so there is right now like a discussion about whether or not we should be sharing the link publicly to this forum. I think that's a really valid discussion. I would recommend not sharing the link publicly myself. Myself, but I definitely think that if you see people on the list, you should certainly let them know. Um, apparently, a lot of providers um, and activists, especially non-white activists, were on the list and not informed that they were on the list. That's a really big problem. Um, a couple of them are black and brown providers who work nearby, uh, like in the geographical region where this list, um, like where the like the where the website is hosted from. And so they were on this list of, you know, being basically being called domestic terrorists for supporting Black Lives Matter and Antifa. And they didn't even know that they were being named. And so we really need to focus on that just like as a community to get better about that. Um, You don't have to share links publicly. You know, we don't want to bring too many eyes and too much attention to these sort of links. But we definitely do need to let people know. So we really should work on creating some sort of... um, protocols to make sure that uh, folks are informed if they are on these lists so they can, you know, respond accordingly. So, yeah, that's there's there's a lot going on in, like, behind closed doors sex worker stuff. Um, and so, you know, just keeping in mind that there's, like, these lists going around, I'm sure there's only going to be more of them as time goes on because everybody is, you know, a lot of conservative folks are like, oh, Antifa and, you know, um... Yeah, you know, Black Lives Matter, oh, they're terrorists and all that type of thing. So, you know, I get it. Um, 
but I want to pull up, which of course now I can't fucking find it because for some reason my screen refreshed and everything disappeared, is, uh, no, uh, as a thing from Hacking and Hustling, y'all should follow them on social media anyway. They have a lot of really good information, um, just about like cybersecurity, things that are going on. Um, I know I'm extra impressed because I'm not tech savvy, (laughs) so I love following Hacking Hustling. I always uh, learn new things, but I just wanted to go over this. Uh, I will post a link to uh, hackinghustling.org for this particular article when this uh, episode goes up. And this is just, you know, some basic stuff about um, internet security and a doxing uh, prevention harm reduction training. This is something that they put on, I don't know, I don't see a date on it, but we're just going to go through some of the things in here just because a lot of folks seemed really... um, shocked that they were on this list and some folks got paranoid that they would be on a list um and you know oh shit can you pause it for a second all right and picking back up from a pause point all right yeah so i found the article on hacking hustling sorry y'all i had to pause i'm like trying to podcast and reschedule meetings and find articles and i i think i started this off saying i'm doing like 27 things at once yeah i, I wasn't kidding all right so I'll post the link to this. Um, This is their uh, doxing prevention harm reduction training from hackinghustling.org. And it says, digital security is a form of harm reduction. In this training, we share tips and tools on how to lock down social media and make any revealing or personal information more difficult for malicious actors to find. Remember, if you get doxed, it is not your fault. As we discuss in the training, everyone's threat models look different. What works for some people may not work for you. No one knows you or your needs better than you. Please take what actions and advice work for you. What follows is information and suggestions based upon our experiences and research. So what is doxing? Uh, Doxing is typically a cyber attack in which someone with malicious intent releases personal, private, or stigmatized information about someone without their consent, knowledge, or control. Doxing is a form of abuse and harassment in which information is collected and shared through a combination of web searches, reverse image searches, combing through social media, use of the Wayback Machine, publicly available databases, hacking, and social engineering. Doxing rarely takes place because of the information found on a single website. It is most often piecing together bits of information from all sorts of open source information found online. Doxing can leave an individual feeling fearful, vulnerable, and alone. So we want to share some concrete tips on how you can take action to protect your most private information online. All of this is covered more in depth in the training, but below are a few tips and resources if you're browsing quickly. So, um, how can I prevent doxing? Consider the following. Setting your profile to private. That one seems obvious. Using an alias on public and social media. Um, a lot of folks actually don't do this or they'll use like a common like nickname from their childhood. It's cool. You should probably just make up a whole new name and new persona if you don't want to um, combine the personal and the professional. A lot of folks kind of fail on that one. Uh, use an avatar that is not a Facebook, uh, a face pick, right? Remember, Facebook stores all your face pictures. So you definitely want to avoid uploading those on any professional accounts or activist accounts. Turning off location data and metadata. A lot of people, for whatever reason, keep their location data on. I would recommend not doing that. People can follow you based on the location uh, services on your phone. Disable tagging in videos. Um, Cover your face, tattoos, or scars, especially if you're taking public pictures or protesting. That is also a huge one. A lot of folks have their tattoos visible, and it's very easy to track someone. And actually... um, 
since this whole like new recent scare is specifically about Black Lives Matter and Antifa who are, you know, out in the streets protesting, a bunch of police did actually go through uh, t- uh, social media pictures with tattoos and found people based on tattoos and started arresting people. So please cover up your tattoos. Please, please, please. Um, if you are out in public doing some sort of protesting, don't bring your phone um, and reverse, reverse Google your search images and see what people can find, right? So locking down your social media, do higher privacy and se- uh, security settings. Those are optional. You can do those. Um, they often use same language and icons to display those options. Get used to recognizing them for all your social media accounts. Keep your location services turned off. Avoid cross-contamination of data between apps. Separate registry email addresses. Yes, um, I know a lot of folks who've got cut up. They have one email address for all their social media accounts. If someone finds you on one, they can find you on the rest with your email. Please use separate emails. Uh, compartmentalize how you access them using different browser sessions or switching a VPN location or scrubbing metadata from images that you share. Enable two-factor authentication. Avoid using one-time SMS codes. Intelligent targeted attacks can find ways to intercept those. Get a password manager to create and remember complex passwords. Again, very simplistic, but a lot of folks use the same password for all their websites. Don't do that. Get a password manager. Um, I use LastPass, actually. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, And let's see. I'm just going to scroll down here. If you have been doxxed, Obviously, you want to turn all your accounts private or deactivate them if you can. Notify your trusted network. Uh, I find that a lot of folks have had um, duplicate accounts made, right? I see this a lot with sex workers where there will be an established sex worker and then someone will take their name and try to make an account. And like, ironically, it's been happening to Jessica Drake a lot, which you think people would know better by now. But Jessica Drake is always like, no, the only place I'm here is on Twitter and OnlyFans. I'm not going to send you an email. I'm not, you know, on all these other websites. And so, you know, you want to definitely, if that happens, make sure that you let your folks know that these secondary accounts are not you, that people are impersonating you. It happens so often with sex workers, especially established ones, because people are like, oh, I can use the name and a couple um, public images of this person. And now, you know, post like a GoFundMe or make a fake OnlyFans or, you know, uh, sell, you know, fake clips and things like that. That happens a lot. Um, And also let people know if you get doxxed, because if you're getting doxxed, especially for this type of situation, right, where this is um, for people's political leanings or social justice uh, opinions, they're probably going to be targeting your entire circle of friends. So like the list that's out now that's on the um, review website, I'm actually... um, Like, I don't know anybody on it personally, but just as far as online interactions, several of the people on there I interact with on a regular basis. So it is really just following, uh, finding one person and following their circle of friends and expanding and expanding it. So, you know, keep that in mind. Um, You can create an incident log featuring data, uh, date, time, and description and results of incidents um, of when people have tried to hack you or shared information, right? Um, Go over all your accounts, change all your passwords, make sure each one is unique, random, and long, review all of your privacy and security settings, and of course, notify support staff if you think you've been hacked. I know a lot of people will get hacked or doxxed, and they're just like, well, it happened, but I'm not a big account, so nobody cares. It's at least worth trying to report it to the social media platform that you are using, okay? 
Um, Hacking and Hustling says we recommend Keybase for larger groups and file sharing um, and Signal for ease of use. I use Signal, love Signal. Um, Set rules for how media can be shared online. Always check in with your group first. Always scrub metadata and don't use real names. Uh, Do a group threat modeling exercise. That would actually be super useful. Um, And of course, set up an incident response plan. What is a group threat modeling exercise? Um, a group threat. So if you have a group of sex workers and I've seen groups who do things like pass around bad date lists, for example. So if you have a group that is sharing those type of files and information, what you could do is do like a theoretically, if someone were to get hacked or someone were to get doxxed, how would we respond? So like if I'm in a group with 10 other people and we're sharing bad dates and I get hacked or I get doxxed, what would the other nine people do like how the person who's trying to attack me is most likely going to be looking at these other nine people so how would they hack them how would they dox them what keywords would they be searching uh what platforms would they be using so kind of trying to um preventative measures essentially right so you know because i'm on twitter odds are if somebody's trying to dox me that they're going to go through my twitter friends more so than my facebook friends because my facebook account is a whole other name i don't really post a lot of pictures on it um almost everything is set to friends only and i'm very selective about who i had as friends so if someone was trying to dox me it would be relatively hard to do via my facebook presence um, however, for my Twitter presence is a little bit different. So if they were trying to get into my circle of friends, it would be the focus on Twitter. And I don't use Instagram, so, you know, not there. But that sort of thing, if that makes sense. And maybe Twitter's even harder because Twitter is so wild, wild west anyway. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, like you try to bug someone, like then now everyone's just going to tag and be like, leave them the fuck alone. And then maybe there's even like added, considering that like you're you're your own media person, you have your own website, Mm -hmm. so like you can flex extra hard, like you can publish an article about the person fucking with you. You can. So your situation's a little different. It is a little bit different. That's actually something I've seen a lot on Twitter is that there's like bots in uh, who follow people, because like something people will do is. uh... William Jackson calls me the N word in front of my mother. That's right. I creep under the shadow, the foggiest mist, and leap up into battle. The plot is intense. I leave a nigga rattled. It's hostile and tense. So please don't be baffled at how I mob up in this. Now I present masculine as he when y'all see him. A man, but don't confuse me with Paul either. They call themselves MGTOW, and I know what you're gonna say, but it's a simple fact that you're not going your own way. You go with traffic on the road built by the state. A libertarian with Uncle Sam's license plate. You're not carving a new path. You walk on a track. Line. You go with the green light and stop at the red sign. Rugged individual is what they claim as they seize. Spaghetti arm, soft skin, gamer gate dweeb. Internet neocon, 4chan troll. Delete and block on the spot is where your spam goes. Y'all can't straw man of your dishonest shows. But we'll troll your right back by making comments close. Black Petty Jack, I do it straight out of spite. Cause I like to see you whine about how they're taking our rights. SJWs delete what I speak. Political correctness is keeping us weak. They want to take my fun and my freedom of speech. Ain't nobody trying to hurt your little legion of geeks. We got issues to cover. Black bodies in the street. Native women missing, getting slaughtered as we speak. We'll start shooting cops from their faces to feet. We have more by the numbers. Let them taste the defeat. Socialize the justice and make it complete. 
quantify the type of liberation I seek. Economic and environment, the silent release of the quieted majority that tried to compete. But the system is rigged up by the elite. Took the veggies off the plate, now there's hatred and beef. Took the steady job and pay, sent it straight overseas. Now we're left with the stress that we'll take to the street. Chained up, beat down, choked and poisoned They would love for us to muzzle up and hold the noise in But fuck that, we'll knock a hole in the fence Burn the corporation down to chop the owner to bits Stop the production, cause disruption Convince the consumer it's a flawed consumption Poking holes in the culture would be hard to stand To stop making garbage upon demand Supply side on a global scale, the holy grail logical economics was supposed to fail But I just digress from the bottom to bliss let me get back under the shadows of the foggiest mist. Now I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I quickly hit him with this roughness. Wine cellar podcast coming at y'all last, and we sick of socialized justice. Now I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I quickly hit him with this roughness. Wine cellar podcast coming at y'all last, and we sick of socialized justice. If you're more of a reader than a listener... All right, and uh, back to it. That was a weird cut. So I was saying something about material possessions, and the computer froze. Uh, hey, we is be gotta do what we is be gotta <laughs> does. Yes. I think I, I think I was at the little half dead instrumental. Was that the one? Is this the funk you were hearing, folks? Okay, I believe that's the instrumental. That we left off on. Yes. Fuck, I was just saying something about, so I said that, and that's when it froze. Did I, you finish your lyric? Um. Oh, probably not in the recording. Yeah, Um. you're dead, he's doing life, the car's at an auction, was the last line of that verse. Mm-hmm. And um. And it was over an old, um, ironically for Phoenix Kalita, a Talib Kweli <laughs> instrumental. Uh, <laughs> And um, but now I'm inadvertently tangenting because I just had to totally turn the computer back on. Yeah. Where were we after that? So, no, that was the whole story of everything that happened. But like just how none of it makes sense. Like the kid was in the car for well over an hour. They're guessing because remember, he waited for the tow truck and, the you know, all that. Um, the fact that like. They just, he really just was saying, like, I don't have money to fix a window. Okay, but there's a person inside your car. Like, you think that would be more important. Nigga, drive around with a, put some fucking a a plastic tarp over it or some shit. Fucking, like, (laughs) I don't even know. And you said they're in Vegas? Yeah. So, like, they're probably, like, Vegas. They're probably from, like, Northside. Like, they're Vegas residents. Uh, Probably, yeah. So, you live there. So, it's still hot. Yeah. And there isn't much rain. Right. Nigga, function without the window. Right. Yeah, I mean, especially if your kid is locked in the backseat. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? And then again, with the police, just to be like, well, he didn't want us to break it, so we didn't. Since when do police listen to black people? Since when do police do what black people want? Since when do police feel bad about breaking windows on black people's property? You know, all that type of shit. And it's like, they finally pulled her out because she was unresponsive. You don't wait until she's unresponsive. And how do you know she could be responsive, nigga? The car's locked. You can't poke the person. Well, I just did the, that like Well, because they'd be like knocking and like yelling, be like, hey, can you hear me and shit like that? And she wasn't answering. That's why they finally broke the window. But like by then, it's obviously it was too fucking late. And also fucking nobody. No one could uh, jimmy it open. Is this car like that fucking steel? He didn't want to pay for the locksmith fee. 
Jesus Christ. Yeah, like I'm I'm mad at everybody who was involved with this situation. Everybody And you, and you know up. what's gonna bug me? This is gonna make the black liberals, and we're still making this transition. So those in our podcast echo chamber, when we say black liberals, we're talking about people that market themselves online as black feminists when really they're just more partisan hacks. Mm-hmm. And the shitty thing is the black liberals are going to go online and be like, and this is why Love you it. need swirl life. Oh, this is why you need swirl life. This is uh, when they said they ain't killing you niggas fast enough. The, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's uh, I've, I've actually pulled this article from one of those groups and everybody had a comment about it. Yep. All about th- that shit. Yeah. And I mean, like, while I go like, yeah, fucking throw this guy off a cliff. Like, I don't we don't need him. I don't like fuck him. But also, like, you really not mad at the police at all that they just sat there and watched this kid fucking die? Or everyone else. <laughs> like, like, okay, that's fine. I mean, I'm mad at him, too. But, you know, I'm also mad at the cops. Nobody else could have came through with a baseball bat. Cops could have fucking broke it with their flashlight. Or, I mean, they like guns. They love shooting their guns near black children. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, everybody, it's, it's wild to me how, uh, like, multiple people just let this child die and just, wa- like, literally watched her die. Because they were there around the car, and this kid's just in the backseat fucking suffocating or whatever is happening. And that's just how, like, as uncomfortable as they were with it, that's how much cap- people under capitalism respect property. Yep. <laughs> yep. That is something fresh. It's something, all right. WineCellarMedia.com. Are we doing more or are we done? Um, shit, 133. One more. One more. All let right. Me, let me do this. Don't you go around running through the whole town talking to him once again. He looked a little profound, trying not to slow down, coaching her like every day. He'd give her that sweet talking, always laughing all. He'd give her that smooth smirking And he's working all the time Give me all your soul Give me all your dreams Give me all your boring thoughts The things that you do to me And I sing it Give me that so far A little bit One, two Three, who could it be? The dopest motherfucker that you're hearing. Little half dead. Okay. All right. Gun enthusiasts. I, I've heard of them. <laughs> are now celebrating a man who shot himself in the balls. All right. So these are these are male feminist gun enthusiasts. <laughs> Yeah, so, I'd say that's on that's on the sort of second wave stereotype that that's that's a corny joke. I'm better than that. So a guy who shot himself in the balls posted his journey from discharge to hospital visit, and it has made him a king online. It made him a king, a king. They call him their king because a cis male shot his own scrote. Yep. On purpose? No, of course not. It, hey, it's 2020. All right. <laughs> 
The murder hornets and 5G will make you do anything. We don't know. Uh, man, all right, look. So, uh, w- this is actually coming off Vice. It says, when we wrote about a group of gun enthusiasts, a uh, gun enthusiasts, who love taking pictures of loaded weapons pointed at their genitals, and on a long enough timeline, one of them was going to inevitably discharge their weapon, and Tuesday, that appears to be exactly what happened to one of the members in the San Diego area. A member of a Facebook group dedicated to taking pictures of their loaded weapons pointed at their genitals. There's a Facebook group of men dedicated (laughs) to fucking... (laughs) Now I'm fucking up the decibels. Shit. So there's all, I guess like the first thing you need to know is there's a secret Facebook group somewhere that's nothing but men pointing guns at their junk. How do you get in this fucking group? With a gun and some junk? Duh, man. But I don't want to fucking post a picture to prove I'll do it. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure these are the kind of cats that's going to know that's a fake gun. Just have it not loaded. I'm too scum. <laughs> I, make, I make too many mistakes. I know myself. I make errors. No. All right. So uh, there's... Oh, wait. Does it have... Oh, there's a hyperlink. I want to see. Oh, it's just to another article. I thought maybe it had the um, number or the name of the group. Anyway, of course, it's a um, a right-wing group. Like, they all love Trump. So, of course. Fucking but po- it- Podcasters love potential new information. Oh, you click something and went, oh, oh, never mind. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, please be have the name of the Facebook. Oh, it's not the name of the Facebook group, because I would look at it and laugh. Um, right, so these are Trumpanzies. Yes. Uh, okay, can we please go back to the thank you? So they are Trumpanzies, and they love taking pictures of loaded weapons pointed at their genitals. And, of course, it happened. So, um, a man showed a pic- showed photos of himself taking pictures of a loaded weapon pointed at his genitals and accidentally shot himself in the balls. According to bloody pictures and videos he posted on social media, according to the Imperial County Sheriff's Office, your sheriff's office is actually in Imperial County, huh? It's in- what? All right. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. There's always a story within a story within a story. <laughs> Uh, All right, so they confirmed the incident to Motherboard. Rather than step back and start questioning whether the practice is wise, the group made him an automatic administrator and are now celebrating him as their king. On Oh, they have the name of the group. Are you ready for the name of the group? Fuck yeah. Loaded guns pointed at Venus. Venus? Yes. With the letter B? Yes. Wait, why? Probably because it would get taken down if it was penis. Yeah, there's there's your radio silence, uh, dead air, <laughs> folks. Uh, what? What the? All right, fuck? so the the group is called Loaded Guns Pointed at Venus. That is the most. All right. Uh, posted a video of himself pointing a loaded 1911 handgun at his genitals. There's a brief pause, and then the gun discharges. <laughs> the original video of the man shooting himself and subsequent thread has been deleted, but members captured the video in aftermath and re-uploaded it. Yeah, that's how you do it. Of course they did. Um, the man wrote up, shared a picture of his naked legs splattered in blood on the carpet of his floor. And captioned it, hey boys, I might have fucked up. Oh no! Why are men? <laughs> Jesus! A towel is stuffed between his legs, and a printed out copy of the Constitution is crumpled in the edge of the photo. Nigga! No. 
a printed out copy of the Constitution. This is the worst issue of Hustler Magazine ever. Just bloody Venus and constitutional amendments. <gasps> I've never felt so free. No, that's not a real quote. Uh, he no, said that? No, he didn't say that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So he says, hey, boys, I might have fucked up with this picture with his naked legs splattered in blood, a towel stuffed between his legs, and a copy of the Constitution on the floor. The guy posted through the incident as he bled God's caliber 45. God's caliber? God's oh, because caliber. it's the, the Trump number? <laughs> oh, shit, man. God's caliber 45 went through my scrotum mattress box spring and floor, he wrote. <sighs> Originally, the man thought he'd only grazed his scrotum, but a subsequent hospital visit told a different story. How the fuck do you not know? You don't know if it got grazed or you just straight up blew a hole in your shit? It's pretty, uh, pretty sensitive uh, body part, as I, I tried to say in a serious tone. <laughs> yeah, oh, there's nothing serious about this story. Uh, in the last public post from the man, he's in a green hospital gown on a gurney. A pink ma mask is draped across his face, and he's pointing his finger at his crotch like a gun. <laughs> just to the end to the end I mean I thought when the gangbang homies said faux life they meant it <laughs> the death cult of just conservatism oh, as a God. whole alright and then he, uh, he captioned this picture turns out it wasn't a graze the round went right the fuck through me what I thought were two graze wounds were turned out to be an entrance and exit wound why I don't know. There's a lot, lot of dead air in this segment, buddy, because I don't know how to respond. I don't even have my hand on the soundboard. I know I'm supposed to be doing that part. I'm not even on my fucking job right now. I'm going to assume the dead air is okay because everyone else is going to be fucking laughing too. Maybe. You are the goddamn whitest person I've ever seen. The shooter didn't respond to a request for comment, but an admin for Loaded Guns pointed at Venus said he's doing well. He's 100% okay and actually went to work the next day. That's fun. Um, according to an admin from the group. Uh, and they said the reason we're calling him King is partially because the poor guy already shot himself. Don't think he needs to be chastised as well. I'm quite sure he's learned his lesson without the entire world calling him an idiot. You got some great moves, Todd. You dance like a white man. I love it. Um, so they say he's learned his lesson, but he's still in a group called... What the fuck is the name of this group? Loaded Guns. Guns pointed at Venus. I don't think anyone's learned their lesson. They're still in the group pointing... Posting pictures of guns pointed at their penises. But then also, like, it, and, and nowhere, because this is obviously, like, this is... Just another episode of the cis people are not okay, or what? I, I even forget the phrasing myself. Well, this is definitely cis identity extremist, uh -huh. as far as the wine cellar goes. But also, don't point the gun at your wrist, at your bicep, at your kneecap. Don't point the gun at other people that aren't cops. Like, if it's not a cop, don't point a gun at it. Bad idea. According to his Facebook profile, the man who shot himself lives in the San Diego area, and the San Diego Police Department told Motherboard it had been called to the hospital in the area to follow up on a patient with a self-inflicted gunshot wound, which is also like, now he gets to be classified as that. It makes it sound like it was a suicide attempt or something. 
Huh. Self-inflicted gunshot wounds. See, that's right. why wording should be more specific. That's I was covering this in Swapcast about like um. Really. Uh, yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with like uh, how the the traffic panic and things like like eh, all this extracurricular shit gets um also classified as uh, trafficking. And I shit you not, like right after you uh, I uploaded that episode of you, mm-hmm. fucking Jay Tomlinson, the compilation producer put up a segment exactly like yours like exactly but it wasn't about it's not about sex workers rights it's just about QAnon in general and how it spread oh but literally covered the exact same shit you did ugh whatever alright um let's see oh a representative of the police department told motherboard the man was gone by the time officers arrived at the hospital oh the shooter had posted his picture from the hospital um and then they say to understand why this thing happened in the first place and why there are several groups online dedicated to posting pictures of gun owners pointing a loaded weapon at their genitals besides the Facebook group in question. So there's more than one. Good to know. Um, you need to understand the beef raging uh, between online gun people. Trigger discipline is a basic gun safety measure drilled into people when they're learning about firearms. Basic safety says you always keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot and that you point it away from yourself and other people unless you mean to shoot them. That's actually, yeah, that's how you're supposed to do that. And you know, fucking, um, I, I, I think the name of the song is Face of a Desperate Man. But you know that whole, like, so these guys don't know trigger discipline. They're not taught trigger discipline. Oh, no, they know it. Oh. But they're like... That's, you know, how those, like, that toxic masculine be like, that's for, you know, those, like, that's for bitches. Like, that's, like, yeah. you know, that type of attitude. Yeah, that's for a, g- 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 any, pick a gendered slur. Right, exactly. Like, ugh. Yeah. And that gender tools too. Or a homophobic slur. Like, yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah. Which, you know what? They they, they tend to, to switchy-roo and they, take each other's places. They do. I remember uh, listening to a horrible, terrible gangster rap album. Very bad. It influenced me in the wrong way. You see how I am now because of that album. Uh, it's Spice One, America's Nightmare. Of course, America was spelled like that. You know what I'm talking about. And um, on the song Face of a Desperate Band, he said, um, The OGs got me a gun and learned not to shoot my balls off. Mm-hmm. Actual lyric, yeah. But no, not the not the superior race. Not the superior race. <laughs> right. So right. So trigger discipline is a basic gun safety measure. Uh, you keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. However, shit posters love taking pictures of loaded guns pointing at their groin, finger hovering above the trigger, just to irritate responsible gun owners. That's basically literally all. It, it's like 4chan shit with guns, and inevitably someone shot their junk off. Now, loaded guns pointed at Venus has made the shooter admin, and the group is making him memes, uh, making memes of him as their king. In one meme, Barack Obama is giving him the president presidential medal of freedom. Okay. <laughs> what? Wait, but aren't these niggas right wingers? Yes. I get. Is that like some sort of like? Do they see that as like political cucking? What the? Fuck? I I don't know. I don't know. Like yeah, libs, we got your president. Like is that what they're gunning for? I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, the group has changed its cover photo to a screenshot of the shooter pointing his loaded 1911 at his penis. So that's their fucking cover photo now? All right. Uh, loaded guns for Venus told Motherboard in a Facebook message, we're sick and tired of being demonized as gun, owner- gun owners and looped together with the alt-right just for owning guns. You're being it's- demonized because you're pointing them at your <laughs> genitals. 
They always make it owning guns and not what you do with it once you own it. Jesus. Uh, we're sick of Republicans think NRA. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, telling us what to do with our property. And we're sick of being told that just because we like guns, it means we have to be anti-women, pro-life, and pro-Trump. But you are anti-women, pro-life, and pro-Trump. But they're saying we don't have to be, man. We don't have to be. And then also, because you don't like being accused of being pro-Trump, I want to hear what it is you think is wrong with being pro-Trump. Why would you not want someone to think that of you? Huh. Buddy chief? Uh, Since the story has made its way to Twitter and other gun groups online, many called the shooter's actions ridiculous. Uh, The admin, there's a Facebook group called Gun People Who Hate Gun People, by the way. So they interviewed the admin of that group who said, I'm honestly surprised it took this long. Um, But of course, this is probably one of the dudes uh, who... Wait, hang on. That sentence doesn't flow right. But of course, (laughs) this is probably one of the dudes crazy enough to actually point a gun at his junk and then post a video of him shooting himself. Like most people have the sense of self-worth not to share getting amazingly owned by their own stupidity. Well, yeah. So that's what's going on in white conservative circles, in case you wanted to know. <sighs> All right. Well, that um, with that, it's 1.47 p.m. <laughs> I need to go to the factory where I have my safety gloves, my hard hat, and my tools and my knee pads, because I get geared the fuck up all in my locker so that I can go into the machine room and make sure that you get your Nature Valley bars. All right. Nature Valley, um, I always want to say Nutrigrain. No, we don't run, well, well maybe, I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe there's a different season where we run Nutrigrain, but we're going to run these bars and uh, protein bars. Going to make sure people have some of those. And uh, so just in <laughs> case you thought there was a protein bar shortage, don't worry. Capitalism ex- is exploiting me for my labor to make sure the protein bar shortage comes to a halt. And if you like things coming to a halt like capitalism and you hate cops and you're cool and you're not transphobic and you're not a bootlicker and you're not a partisan hack, then maybe you'll like patreon.com slash wine cellar media fund. And uh, there's also paypal.me slash Phoenix and William Phoenix Collider has the cash app location <laughs> dollar sign Phoenix Collider. And there's that Venmo thing with the at Wine Cellar Meteor. And um, I is need to be uploading and then getting out this here door. I don't even have my work clothes on. So now is sprint time. Please be as safe as peas. Peas, chickpeas. Be as safe as possible <laughs> wherever you are. And don't point a gun at your junk. Big mama, your arm. Folks want to pop off? Yeah. La Crista Greco. This ain't no beef or no off with your head. This is more like wheat toast with turkey sausage and eggs. And no, you're not being bullied. You're being addressed. Your privilege is being challenged. You're not being oppressed. Living with your mommy while you're panda for fame. But Phoenix won't be your mammy, so you slander her name. And as I said, it's breakfast. Dropped on your plate, consider it the first food of thought for the day. You could clear it up easy and just be honest, dog. And tell them folks what really happened on that conference call. Intersectional fakes that cried on the main stage, called a black woman a coon and lied on the main page. You could keep it honest, 
you could speak upon it. But like Fox News, when there's truth, you delete the comments. You can sip from the chalice of truth or drink the weakest tonic until you do my rhymes of a slow burn as if we're cheap and chronic. I ain't easing up, I'm coming once a month. Every time the moon is full, I'm putting something up until you talk to Phoenix because you're not above it. Record it all, no edits, and make the convo public. Now, if you tell your minions that I'm a hostile nigger, it shows you want me to be Emmett so I can fall like Tiller and tell them how you flailed and flounced and how you dropped the Skrilla. Third wave pumpkin spice, your feminism's not gorilla. I ain't gonna play the coon, I ain't gonna play for swoons, and you can battle back with a ukulele tune. And this is black hip hop to make your whack world stop. The reason why you have a name is because black girls rock. And that's what you're not. Alright? Tell them folks how you sent your, uh, how you sent out the overseer, how you sent out the overseer, Courtney Alexander, to snatch away uh, Phoenix Kaleeder's uh, Chicago branch page. Like, why don't you just turn that over to Phoenix? That was her labor that built that up. Oh, that's right. And and, because you run a plantation, so you just take that labor. Or is it sharecropping now? Is it sharecropping now? Is that what that is? Like, you know you took her labor. She could just flip that page and, tur- and turn that into um, a Phoenix Kalita's reading in the shade. Why you got to keep that? What you need with the Chicago branch? You didn't build that. What, 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 did, what did Barry Hussein say? You didn't build that. If you've been successful, you, don't, you didn't get there on your own. You didn't build that. You, you didn't get there on your own. I, I'm always struck by people who think... Well, it must be because I was just so smart. Folks want to pop off? There are a lot of smart people out there. It must be because I worked harder than everybody else. Let me tell you something. There are a whole bunch of hardworking people out there. If you were successful, somebody along the line... Folks want to pop off? Gave you some help. There was a great teacher somewhere in your life. Somebody helped to create this unbelievable American system that we had that allowed you to thrive. Somebody invested in roads and bridges. If you got a business, that you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. The internet didn't get invented on its own. Folks want to pop off, pop off, pop off. And now I'll, I'll speak to two things. Um, like what you just mentioned right there, I pulled up a uh, link off a of news break and put it in the comments section of the uh, live video so folks can check that out. And then uh, Springler, you were just talking about like how they think they inherently deserve. Uh, you use the word science and that triggered a memory in my brain. So uh, two paragraphs off of an article from nationalgeographic.com. excuse me and it's about that paris climate agreement that they're always like trump pulled out of the paris climate agreement which i personally don't give a fuck that they made it at all so um uh paragraph one to give ourselves a two out of three chance of avoiding two degrees celsius of warming by 2100 the new report says that 2030's total emissions can't exceed 42 billion tons of C- of a CO2 equivalent. This threshold represents about 80% of 2016's carbon emissions, which totaled 52 billion tons of CO2 equivalent. 
pledges made under the Paris Agreement fall well short of achieving this goal, even in the best case scenario for existing pledges. Global emissions in 2030 will fall between 53 to 55.5 billion tons of CO2 equivalent in 2030. That amounts to an overshoot of 11 to 13.5 billion tons. The Paris Agreement was bullshit the whole time. Yeah, there you go. Corporations run it, you know, no matter Democrat or Republic, corporations make these decisions. Yeah. And that's why we got to just crash the system. We got to crash it. Sorry. Sorry, liberals. We got to crash. Got to burn your house down. <laughs> I, know Jim Bo- I know Jim Crow Joe reminds you of your grandfather, you know, you sniffing Joe, you know, but uh, now we got to crash the system. Sniffing and that's Joe. the thing, you know, people people want to get mad that um, people don't like vaccines or something when like the world because oh the world World Health Organization is this great authority. Well, you know what? The World Health Organization has been allowing huge monsters like the like the Gates Foundation to be doing experiments on African and Indian children mm-hmm. and killing thousands of people in order to test their vaccines to bring them back until they're safe safe enough for white people to have in the medical industry and then monetizing it through pharmaceutical companies and pushing it with profit incentives with doctors and people are being gouged out of their life savings for a medical system that is so predatory here in the United States. And then people get mad that now there's some people who are like, I don't know if I want to believe in vaccines. I don't know if I believe that this is true. Maybe coronavirus is a hoax. I'm like, you know what? If you did a better job at, if you did a better job with using science for anything ethical, then maybe people wouldn't be so crazy against science. Like, you know, this isn't to excuse conservatives or their bullshit. But I understand to a level of how this is happening. And it's not just white conservatives who think these things. That's another whitewashing of like, there's a lot of doubt from a lot of different sides. And I'm not just, I'm not just talking about like, uh, you know, diversifying anti-vaxxers here. There's bullshit and layers of a lot of stuff. But it's not just like, just because white people figured it out and think that they deserve everything in this country and created the Trump phenomenon to deal with that. Like, doesn't mean that other people aren't figuring it out and aren't suffering from these same issues. So, you know, when I say that I'd ra- I could I could deal with somebody like Scotty Reed who might be more a little conservative even um, even though he's trying to build black politics, you know, or whoever, it's not to say that use their problems, but it's to say that we need new lines of communication to deal with this because it's not working. What we've been doing in this top-down hierarchy through liberal elite media is not working. The way we get information is not working. The way we share information and build a movement is not working. So how are we changed and who are we going to talk to and, and how are we going to do this, you know? I'm not saying, you know, poor Scotty Reed. I, I'm, I'm not trying to pull him out as like a huge example, but you know, if it's not talking to somebody like him, if, you know, if our if our if our options are so little in terms of alternative media, then we better do a much better job of doing grassroots building on the ground because we've got very little options. Right. Really bad. Yeah, liberals are all like, yeah, we're going to push Biden to the left, even though he's had a 47, 50 year record of destroying black communities, destroying 
poor white communities. This is what he's always been about. And then they like, we go, you know, liberals will lie. That's the thing. They'll lie and, and say stuff like that when they know damn well that they ain't going to be doing no pushing of nothing. They're going to be back at brunch making sure they eat. They, they don't give a fuck about us. And then we got all these black folks that pretend because they, you know, they're, they're, they're part of the, they get, they get some gristle from the table. They get a couple crumbs that they pretended that we gon' we 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 gonna have a seat at the table. We ain't gonna have a seat at the table. They don't, the only people they gonna have at the seat on table is like Barack Obama types that are there to control us, that are there to to keep the leashes on us. They get paid to do that. That's why they are allotted at the table. They don't allow nobody black and and radical at the table who's gonna disrupt it. They bring in people because they want to keep control over us. And that's why, in a certain sense, we got a lot more solidarity with these, you know, these crazy white folks who at least understand what NAFTA has done to their communities. That's why they outrage. They 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 they, they wrapped up so much full of hate is because they understand what's happened to their communities. We're black folks, we are toads in the pot we are frogs in the pot we don't even understand what's happening to our community because we so concerned about the master's house you know we so confirmed about this rascally trumps the rascally trumps you know he messing up the white house the white house got integrity we 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 talk about that it's like we got we got we got our democracy they coming at nigga we ain't got no democracy in america what are you crazy you know, we, we just we need to we need to start calling these people out. There is no democracy in America, especially for black folks. Corporations control it. The White House ain't your house. You ain't got no ties to it. You need to be worried about what's happening in your own communities. Yo. Nigga, yo. Nigga, yo. The greatest black atheist with diarrhea at the mouth, you ain't saying shit. With Feeny Loco, the uppity negress. Her words have weight, so raise up with that weak shit. Lisa Loco, whoa, white splainer in chief. With the pistol grip pump, might aim at police. Y'all gon' learn today when we bill on your ass. Three the hard way, wine seller podcast. Say it loud! Oh, I'm barking up brown! Say it loud! Oh, Time for Rodney King. <laughs> Say it loud. Oh, oh, <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, we're trying another go at it with this um, going live from Be Live. Okay, and there it goes. Be Live is live, and it should be streaming to the Facebooks and the YouTube at the same time. So if the face booze drops, the YouTube is on. I still have a video. I don't give a goddamn. I can download and re-upload and I have podcast audio going. Okay? Okay. Phoenix okay. Leader. Yes. Miss Man. Yes. I wanted to look for something first before jumping into this. And if I don't, you know, but let's take a look. I'm, I'm over here at rightwingwatch.org. Yeah. All right. But we're going to get into some story action first. Yeah. But let's see. So you have someone that calls himself Bevelyn Beatty. They call Lori Lightfoot a 
All right, welcome to the homophobia. Disgusting homosexual demon. Okay. All right, so angry homophobes here and there. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, also on rightwingwatch.org. It's a dope website. Really, at this point, I think the wine seller should donate to them at the end of the year. Really? Let's throw 20 bucks on it. Because hmm. they literally help all leftist podcasters with content. They've been helping us all for years. I'd rather donate to, like, Unicorn Riot or something. Unicorn Riot? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I remember at one point, Tom and Cecil, like, I think it was, like, 2013 still, and they were like, yeah, I know Right Wing Watch is kind of low-hanging fruit, but I got the story there. Yes. <laughs> like, yep. Now, let's see. Uh, Rick Joyner, a show host we've covered, assures his viewers it's going to be pretty much business as usual during the coming Civil War. Michelle mm-hmm. Bachman complains that Minnesota is being ruined by people who embraced false gods. Of course, Michelle Bachman said that. Mm-hmm. Anyone who followed the uh, Tea Party era knows of that. <clears throat> Kat Kerr says a thousand special ops angels have been dispatched from heaven to ensure Trump's re-election. Okay. And their hair is dyed pink. I don't appreciate that. All of my fucking precious little white literal snowflake SJW friends out there dyeing their hair pink don't appreciate that. You're misrepresenting the good white kids out there. She's appropriating SJW culture. Quite frankishly. Yes. Frankensteinly. If 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 they're an anti-Semite. Hmm. Uh, I say that a lot now. Anti-Semite? Ever since a Jewish person prayed for me and then I had a couple good days after that, like, I'm like extra on board. Like, I'm like, no, don't leave. Leave my Jews alone. All right? One of our podcasts, well, I'm sure multiple podcast subscribers, but one in particular is Jewish. That That's the person. I don't want to go blow it up. Yes. <laughs> well, Dr. Mo. Yes. All right, Dr. Mo was on the program. And Dr. Mo's like, you don't have to edit that out. Yes, I do, nigga. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you get a lot of this shit on rightwingwatch.org with these mm. folks. Um, more angels, talk of enemies, talk of civil war. Mm. This stuff is always on rightwingwatch.org. <clears throat> and I've covered that, and that's a lot of where I talk about, like, you kids better be ready for that shit in the street. Those little fuckers are out there. Mm-hmm. And folks that see me on the video, yeah, fuck it, I'm going live in work clothes. I'm busy. Mandatory seven-day work weeks, fucko. It's real. It's fucking real. There's roaches in the employee uh, locker room. So, yeah, I literally, like, we brought some garbage bags and roach spray and sprayed the shit out of all of my shit. Even though I only saw one, fuck it, spray everything and mm-hmm. soak it. Soak everything in the bug spray. And I took my lock home. I'm just not using a locker anymore. I'm just going to take my shit there and just, that's just what's going to be going on. Mm-hmm. I have a raggedy ass old um, jacket. And uh, I think I'm just going to use that. I don't want to use the one you got from Cabeller. That's an expensive jacket. Someone might steal it. Yeah. But. No one's going to steal that old jacket I got from the uh, <laughs> the resale shop. Oh, okay. I mean, if they do, then, you know, a nigga hit me for seven bucks. I'll be like, you know, you needed it. <laughs> now, if I find out who did it, I'll give him seven more bucks. <laughs> right, right, ho. What? Socialist. Nigga, if somebody that works at my job steals from me, I know how poor they are because I work there too. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> 
about having your mics up too high. Feel oh, weird. really? That would be a deep change. <laughs> but yeah, I, ro- I wrote your mic up physically a little bit more so it's more directly to you. Maybe yes. it'll help you. Yeah. All right. So with that, let's get to what we shouldn't be surprised by. Yes. All right, at least Phoenix Collider's definitely not surprised by it. Definitely not. Um, You've got the story. I do. Just before we get there, though, Brad Parscale, do you know who that is? He was one of Trump's former campaign managers. Oh, God. Whatever, then. Fine. What do they do? Oh, shit. (laughs) He got arrested um, because his wife called police and said he had a weapon and was threatening to hurt himself and hurt her. Um, apparently when police arrested him, he started crying and said that this all stemmed from his wife not having sex with him. Just saying. That's what's going on there. All right. Um, yeah. All right. I know some of you folks don't know how to handle these types of situations. Mm -hmm. And that's why we turn to the, the elder white man. Cool, dad. What is that? Some old Indian thing. What's it for? Well, I don't know much about Indians, but I do know tools. And if I had to guess, I'd say you jam one of these in the back of a white man's skull, twist the handle like so, and then your blood runs out through the hole here. Yep, that's what it's for. All right. A two-hour standoff ensued before Brad, who was allegedly drunk. Brad. Yes. You're just going to skirt by that like... (laughs) All right. (laughs) Brad. Before he was taken into custody... At the hospital, he claimed that it was his wife's call to police that was a part of a plot to steal his money. He also vowed to divorce his wife. He said in the hospital, quote, She knows exactly what she's doing. It's the most baller move of all time. It's the most checkmate fuck you move of all time. It's unfucking believable <sighs> I'm going to throw you in the hospital and act like you're fucking killing yourself. I'm going to take all your money. And by the time you get out, you can't do anything about it. All right, Brad Parscale, calm the fuck down. He thinks that that's her plot on him? Yes. It's almost... The the most patriarchal-minded men have no idea patriarchy already exists. But, like, mind you, he started this off by crying and saying, I just couldn't accept she isn't having sex with me. I, I don't know. Make it make sense. Well, fucking do a better job. Apparently, this is a dissatisfied customer <laughs> that is not coming back for more of your services. Pay attention to your partner. Huh. How does your partner react when you touch them like this, when you kiss them like that? Ask them. They'll tell you. People like orgasms. They'll tell <laughs> you how to do it. People do like <laughs> orgasms. That is... That is relatively undisputed. Fucking men are so goddamn stupid. All right. And, okay. Yes. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yes, ma'am. Go All right. For it. So we're now in Michigan. Oh, shit. And we thought Chicago politics were some shit. <sighs> Turns out Michigan's some shit, too. So uh, feds have identified leaders they say were behind a plan to kidnap Governor Whitmer. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. So 13 men face either federal or state charges for their alleged roles in a conspiracy plan to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer and overthrow the government. Wait, Gretchen? Gretchen? Gretchen. The governor's a woman? Yes. What are the rest of us white old white men supposed to say about that? What are us old white men supposed to say about that? You're not white. 
<laughs> this be true. Um, and this article was up earlier. There's been edits since, but um, initially they had uh, a little bit of a bio on three of the members who are identified by authorities as having significant roles. One of the alleged ringleaders of the plot to uh, kidnap Governor Whitmer had an 800,000-volt stun gun he wanted to use. 800,000 volts? That's a little ridiculous, yeah. I work with fucking huge-ass machines that are only, like, 200 volts. Um, like, an entry-level stun gun is somewhere between, like, 50 and 100,000, and that's enough to stop a person. He has 800,000. Nigga! Yes. So he has an 800,000 volt stun gun he wanted to use with a group of militia members in a bid to take the governor captive. This is the one who you refer to as Melty Face. <laughs> this is Adam Fox. Yeah. He has elf ears, by the way. That's kind of funny. Oh, shit. I wonder if he's related to uh, Jefferson Beauregard Sessions. The third. The third. Uh, Adam <laughs> Fox, 37. 37, and this is what the fuck you doing with your life, nigga? I'm 37 too. How <laughs> was just come well, on. Those of us from 1983 are better than that. Represent well, it right. Some 37-year-olds are in the news for trying to kidnap a governor, and some of 37-year-olds are in their work clothes doing their second job reporting about 37-year-olds who want to kidnap a governor. <sighs> yes. <laughs> My age on the don't let me find out his actual birthday. Oh, oh don't let it I'm be. I'm sure in it's August. in his paperwork. I'm sure it's in his paperwork. God damn it. Um all right, so Adam Fox, 37, of Potterville, emerged uh, in a federal court affidavit as the mastermind of the group's discussions over a series of months as they plotted the, quote, violent overthrow of the government that included kidnapping Whitmer, Whitmer and putting her on trial for treason. Putting her on trial where, sir? I, okay, <laughs> re remember uh, Walter Block? Yes. The laissez-faire libertarian that was... Um, Debating um, the pompous leftists. Is that the uh, $2 is better than no dollars of that guy? Yep. Okay. Uh, he argued that um, basically you kind of make up a court. <laughs> this is no shit. You make up a court and you can have people from both sides on it and then argue your case there. I mean, I'm. <laughs> just make a new court I'm not really okay no what actually threw well I mean a lot threw me off about that but what really got me is like the people from both sides so the people who think it's inherently okay to kidnap elected officials and just randomly put them on trial versus people who think that you shouldn't be allowed to kidnap elected officials so people who think kidnapping is okay versus people who think kidnapping is not okay is that uh alright what you don't you don't like libertarian arguments <sighs> You're not compelled? Because libertarians, if you ask them to make a point, they're going to be like, I'm going to keep it G real. I don't fuck with you because you disrespecting me. You disrespect my hood. That, that's how they're going to step to you. And if you ask them, like, well, do you have time? But nigga, you came up on me on some fun shit. Nigga, I don't make peace with niggas that come up on me on some disrespectful shit when I didn't even know you, nigga. What's you up, walked Chris? up on me and sat down your beer like, nigga, what? what's up? How gangster are you, cuz? Huh? How gangster no. are you, nigga? I'll show you how gangster I am, nigga. You can drop off your kid and run my fame. You can run, run my fame. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> scrappy little white boy. Oh, uh, all right. So, <laughs> federal 
federal officials on Thursday charged Fox and five other individuals with conspiring to kidnap Whitmer. Relatives and associates of Fox's listed in public records could not be reached Thursday for comment. A grand, oh, rapid shop owner employed him for years. God damn it. Yeah. Is this what we moved to? That's all right. If we just cross the street, we'll be in another town. And if we cross the street again, we're in another town. We are bordering on like five fucking, like, that's why I was looking at my check and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm paying taxes for two towns. Yeah. We're on the border of like four different towns in two different counties. That's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, so he was employed in Grand Rapids. Fantastic. Earlier this year, Fox and Barry Croft of Delaware were... I don't know if Delaware is a city in Michigan or they mean the state of Delaware. Right, because there's a Wisconsin here, too. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, I'm saying that word too much. My bad, folks. (laughs) So earlier this year, Fox and Barry Croft of Delaware were identified by federal agents as individuals who allegedly agreed to unite with others in their cause to take violent action against multiple state governments that they believed are violating the U.S. Constitution. Have they read it, though? Yeah, they read it. I, I feel like everybody who's like, you're violating the Constitution has never actually read the Constitution. They can tell you all about the Seventh Amendment. Sure. Can they? I, I don't know what the fuck that is. I would is. just like it if somebody could actually correctly tell me about the First Amendment. Like, let's just start with number one and go from there. Like, I'm literally only familiar with, yeah, literally one, two, three, four, five, thirteen, um, is the Nineteenth Amendment? Um, fuck. Yeah, no, no, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really know them. Yeah, well, I mean, most people don't even know one, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they think that one just means I get to run up and call negras negras in their face and you shut up and deal with it, negra negra. Yeah, that is kind of what they think it is. Yeah. It's the amendment someone, that made, what up? Someone blocked me on Facebook. This is violating my First Amendment rights. On Facebook? Okay. Uh, So the pair, according to the affidavit, met with others in Dublin, Ohio, on June 6th and talked about creating a society that followed the U.S. Bill of Rights. Wait, Dublin, Ohio? Yes. Just like there's a Dublin in Ireland? Yes. Getting real tired of white people naming every fucking thing. (laughs) It's like, uh, what was it, Alexander the Great named every, like, every place he conquered had an Alexandria? (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Christ. All right. So they're going to create a society... Like these, what, how many the fuck people did they say this was? Like 12 people? Yeah. Let me scroll up. 12 angry men. Okay, 13 men. So 13 men were going to create a a whole new society that followed the U.S. Bill of Rights. Okay. Uh, Fox, according to the affidavit, then obliged a request for the group to build its numbers by reaching out to a Michigan militia group that was already, that had already been brought to the attention of the FBI. By attempting to obtain addresses of law enforcement officers. Oh, God. Think, you, you realize, like, fucking, if it wasn't for hip-hop, Eminem would be one of these guys. Oh, God, man. <laughs> Wait, so they wanted to create a new society and overthrow the government, but the people they partnered with were people who were already on a government watch list? Well, yeah, I- that's how you stay low-key. It's hiding in plain sight. It's something in plain sight. What? You're trying to tell me that the master race doesn't have this one together. Uh, they do not have this one together. All right. It's just, that's, <laughs> that, that's Phoenix talking. That's not me. That does not mm-hmm. represent my thoughts. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so the dealings of Fox and the five others were recorded in part by confidential sources. The affidavit detailed tactical training and drills conducted in remote areas of Michigan and other states with a goal of moving forward with the plan. On July 27th, the confidential source met with Fox at his business in Grand Rapids. Oh, God. Uh, Fox said the best opportunity to abduct Whitmer would be when she was arriving or leaving her northern Michigan vacation home or the Mackinac Island summer residence. And then they said, there's only one way that you can join our group. You got some great moves, Todd. You dance like a white man, and I love it. I don't think that's how that went down. That's the only way you can join. I don't think that's went down. If you don't dance like a white man, you can't join their group. Uh, Fox, the filing notes, described it as a quote-unquote, a snatch and grab, man. Grab the fucking governor. Just grab the bitch. (sighs) (laughs) Every line gets more ridiculous. I don't... I don't know what to do anymore. It, keep, it keeps going. A snatch and grab. It's a snatch and grab, man. Just grab the fucking governor. Just grab the bitch. Because at that point, we do that, dude. It's over. We. That's a direct quote. Ah, <laughs> no, man. That doesn't seem uh, woke. And I'm I'm woke as hell. <laughs> snatch and grab, man. Grab the fucking governor. That I man. snatch and grab. <sighs> Snatch game. All right. Oh shit, man. Come on, man. <laughs> In following meetings, according to the affidavit, uh, Fox suggested getting a real estate agent to help the group find the exact location. Wait, they were going to get a random real estate agent to tell them where the governor lives? Why would have it? What? And this is the governor's mansion, like public information anyway? Yeah, but they wanted to go to her personal summer home. Wouldn't that probably be in a gated area? Probably. Or at least she has, like, fucking, I would assume, uh, like, secret service, whatever they're called on a state level, with her. I swear to fuck, there are some white people that don't understand that within whiteness, there is a respectability (laughs) politic. And you can't just show up looking like that and talking like that and get in just because you're also white. Whiteness has its internal exclusivities as well. You stupid niggers. <laughs> Fucking Christ. All right, so they were going to get a real estate agent to help find her summer home and discuss, quote, the importance of knowing the layout of the yard, home, and security. How would you... All the, right. The, you don't... Niggas think they Jason Bourne, for real. You don't think you're going to sound suspicious by asking those <laughs> questions? Just asking them alone. Like... <laughs> Can you please tell me where the governor's summer residence is and what her home security plan looks like? Oh my fucking I'm just asking God. as a concerned citizen. What? And I downloaded an image that I'll go... When I post this to winesellermedia.com, I will add the image. You will see what these blokes present themselves. Like, come on, you all look fucking... Re- and then... They look ridiculous already, but yeah. when you put them together, yes, we know there's trouble. Yeah, like you, be- fuck it. There's not a lot of commentary for these fucking clowns. I just, I don't know, man. I'm gonna. I know after this, I'm gonna go read the Mall Ninja thing, and that's just gonna make me feel better about life. All right, so to- <laughs> it's very long, but it's hilarious, and it's some. It's one of these type of guys who's like, I'm so hard, and it turns out he works in mall security. 
Oh. But he started off the conversation being like, I need like body armor and I need to carry extra rounds. And people were like, what the fuck do you do? Because <laughs> he was like, I need this for work to stay protected. And it turns out he works at a mall. In a mall where there's like five people at a time these days? <sighs> oh, this is from a couple years ago. Oh, a couple years ago, back when malls were popping. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? It's, it's pretty fucking hilarious. Anyways, so during an encrypted chat on July 27th, Fox asked, how's everyone feeling about the kidnapping? Let's keep it low-key, guys. Let's just say in a chat room, how do you feel about kidnapping the governor? About the kidnapping? They couldn't even say, like, a... Like a code word or something? The mission? The... Yeah, like the... Hey, what about the... So the game of Battleship? Are we gonna, you know sink this cruiser uh, man i'm probably not using the right vernacular for that at all i just i they're the master race you don't fucking know holy shit um so the next day the affidavit reads fox told the confidential source that he'd narrowed his targets and the same day posted on a private facebook cha- page why are you posting on facebook facebook stay working with the feds what are you doing i all right, but this is what he posted on a... Well, it was a private Facebook page. I guess he thought that was sufficient. Quote, We're about to be busy, ladies and gentlemen. This is where the Patriot shows up. Sacrifices his time, money, blood, sweat, and tears. It starts now, so get fucking prepared. They, they, they really thought they were doing something. Again, <laughs> how the fuck do you comment on this? I don't know. The jokes write themselves like this. This is almost, this whole thing is a bit. <sighs> like, are we being punked? Did they do this to fuck with lefty <laughs> podcasters? I mean, I kind of feel that way. Like, in, in their head, no matter what's happening, on some level, they're owning the libs. <laughs> like, sitting in the prison cell, like, yeah, got those libs. Ha ha ha. I mean, I just, I don't know. Uh, he also live-streamed a video to a private Facebook group on June 25th in which he complained about the judici- judicial system in the state of Michigan controlling the opening of gyms. Nigga, you did all this because your gym got closed? I... <sighs> all right. Uh, in the video, Fox referred to Governor Whitmer as that tyrant bitch and said, I don't know, boys, we gotta do something. You guys link with me on our other location system. Give me some ideas of what we can do. And Why would you post that? To- I mean, I'm not advocating kidnapping governors, but if you are going to kidnap a governor, why would you post that on Facebook? So the rest of us white old white men spoke to say about that. So the rest of us white old white men spoke to say about that. I don't know. <laughs> So Fox in August solicited group members to gather information on Whitmer's primary res- residence in Lansing and, quote, discuss destroying the governor's boat. Lansing. These are all familiar names to us now. Right. We've lived here for a month. We think we know what's going on. Uh, yeah. So they want to destroy her boat, too. I'll get you in your little boat, my pretty. All right. But also, this is the governor of Michigan. Yeah. Nigga, this ain't Jeff Bezos. You understand the limited power of the governor of Michigan. Oh, we're gonna get to that. Don't worry. Oh shit. Yes. Fine. Mm-hmm. Let's get to that. We'll get there. In a I minute. won't worry. What? Me worry? Uh, the Detroit News. <laughs> the, Detroit- the Detroit News reported in late May that Whitmer's husband, Mark Mallory, wanted his boat placed in the water before the Memorial Day weekend, as Whitmer urged residents not to rush to the region. The governor later said her husband was joking. 
All right. And Fox said, according to the affidavit, in all honesty right now, I just want to make the world glow, dude. What? Uh, all right. <laughs> but also, they're my age. Why are they talking like fucking Gen X surfers? This is what happens when you play too much Call of Duty. I don't know. Uh, so I said, I just want to make the world glow, dude. That's what it's going to take for us to get back. We're just going to have to have everything. Wait, what? Hang on. That's what it's going to take for us to take it back. We're just going to have to have everything's going to have to be annihilated. Everything's going to have to be annihilated by the governor of Michigan. No, by them. They're going to start a new world order. How? Well, if they hadn't gotten caught, we would know. Oh, if they <laughs> we would. This turns. This is very similar to the. Anytime you insert Tupac into something, well, they would have had to kill him. Yes. If he was alive for this, they would have had to kill him. Yes. And it's like, no matter what these cats would have did, they would have got caught. No. Imagine them no. plotting anything. Hey, man, I'm going to glue a string to a quarter and we're going to rob this gumball machine. Like, they're going to get caught doing that. <laughs> Any and everything, they're gonna get caught because I'm hitting the table now. <laughs> this, is, this is what they've done to me. They couldn't even do what Al Bundy did, which is very anti-sex worker, and um, married with the same thing with the string on oh, the dollar the, yeah. for the dancers. Yeah, they would get caught doing that. They would get caught getting caught. <laughs> Fuck them. Okay, but that's what we're going to do. We're just going to have to annihilate everything, man. We're going to topple it all, dude. I did not add the dude. Dude was actually in the sentence. He said we're going to topple it all, dude. Topple it all. Fox, along with others, conducted surveillance of Whitmer's property, taking photos and video and drafting a map according to documents. They also, during one exercise in mid-September, constructed an improvised explosive device out of a commercial firework and wrapped it in pennies and electrical tape as shrapnel. All right. And electrical tape? All right. They set off the device in a clearing surrounded by human silhouette targets. Uh, Fox directed a caravan of several vehicles to the vicinity of the governor's home, and they later agreed to meet again in October for a final training. During a September 7 or September 30th call, Fox said he purchased a taser to use in the kidnapping operation, according to the affidavit. Out of everywhere she resides, this is probably the only one that's actually feasible with a success rate, said Fox. All right. Um, alleged conspirator urged shooting up Whitmer's vacation home. So this is a different ringleader. We have moved from Fox to Ty Garbin. Uh, one of the allegedly ringleaders of the purported plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer is a former Wyandotte resident whose Heartland home was raided by the FBI Wednesday. He is accused of suggesting shooting up Whitmer's vacation cabin, according to officials. Ty Gerard Garbin, age 24... In Livingston County's Heartland was charged Thursday in Grand Rapids. <laughs> the alleged plot involved conspirators who met during a Second Amendment rally at the Michigan Capitol in June. And oh, so that picture is fucking real. Okay. And contacted members of a Michigan militia for reinforcements. So you know how like they had all the armed protesters outside the Capitol building like to be there and look menacing? Someone said one of the guys who got arrested today was there. And there's a picture that looks like him, but I hadn't verified. But apparently... They were there. So that really is him. All right. 
Um, another, was, wasn't that about like masks? Yeah, because, and that's actually what they're mad at Whitmer for because Whitmer like declared a state of emergency and wanted to shut the state down because of COVID and they're like, you're violating our rights. It's the CDC. No, it's Whitmer. Because this... not because not every governor declared a state of emergency. Like they didn't do that shit in like Florida and whatever. But that's Florida. That doesn't count. That's Florida. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Garvin suggested shooting up Whitmer's vacation home. Uh, the Heartland res- resident later said he was cool with going after the vac- the governor's vacation home, even if it only resulted in destruction of property. Well, you're not very motivated for the amount of felonies you're about to get charged with. All you were gonna do was destruct some property. Hmm. And I like how all of a sudden property doesn't matter. Because I, I heard the word only in there. Uh-huh. It's only destroyed. So all of a sudden property ain't shit. All of a sudden. When it's the white man destroying it. All of a sudden. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Garbin and others also discussed attacking a Michigan State Police facility, according to the affidavit. Well, mm-hmm. I'm not on anyone's side on that one. Well, I'm also like, is that why the are suddenly um, being scooped up by law enforcement because they were going to fuck up law enforcement too. Which, again, like, while you got buster-ass niggas like Chank Uger and Anna Kasparian that can't wait to be like, but I'm really concerned about the violence from Antifa, the violence on both sides. Mm-hmm. And as much as, as, much as boot-looking-ass Chank loves the fucking pigs and, think it's, and thinks it's all about training... Uh, uh, no nigga everybody hates the pigs even white men that hate me hate the pigs Mm -hmm. you realize their plot was to take on a woman governor because what's us old white men supposed to say about that Mm -hmm. and the pigs Mm -hmm. i'm sure they're racist but they weren't plotting on taking on no niggas they were going after the pigs yes (sighs) another person who got uh, arrested is barry croft age 44 Oh, that's okay. So we got a, we got a Gen Xer. Yes. All right. Late according, stage. <laughs> according to the affidavit, he was involved in the online chats between Croft and Fox, and as part of the scheme, um, Croft, the forty-four-year-old, detonated an improvised explosive device to test its effectiveness. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, like at his home? Uh, they don't specify. I imagine just like an empty field somewhere. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Just blow up shit in Palu. All mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Through electronic communications, Croft and Fox agreed to unite others in their cause and take violent action against multiple state governments that they believe are violating the U.S. Constitution. Okay. That they feel. Yes. And again, I've I've said this, and I mean, I, I get it, like this colloquialism there, but I've argued like conservatives all about feeling, all about the hunch. Which mm-hmm. I think, I mean, this is about an hour and a half episode already. So I think I may have said that in a previous segment on this episode that's being recorded in 12-hour shifts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then I'm trying to find, I thought I had a hyperlink here, to another article explaining a little bit about um, what was going on um, with Whitmer and the state Supreme Court. Uh-oh. Because this happened a few days ago, so before the arrest, right? So mind you, as like keep these two separate timelines and uh, like kind of um, you know, in your mind. 
as like these guys are getting ready to do this shit, this is what was also happening um, last week in a 4-3 party line vote. Republican judges on the Michigan Supreme Court, because they have the majority, invalidated a law that empowered a historically popular Democratic chief executive to take emergency actions to, co- to combat COVID-19. And it straight up says Republican judges in the article? Yeah. And what's the outlet? Uh, this is The Atlantic. I like because it, because it was a partisan vote, all the Democrats, it was a four to three. All the Republicans, all four of them voted against the governor, who is a Democrat, by the way. But also just a reminder, judges are just partisan. Yeah. Like, that's just an extension of the party. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, if you shouldn't have to explain that, but if you look at, you know, anytime they put judges in, like, what, like why are they fighting over SCOTUS right now, right? Because Trump, being a Republican, is going to put in a conservative. That's why we need, a, you know, as I'm being told, we need to get Biden on the uh, in the White House so he can elect a liberal, right? Yeah. Like, if you're a Democrat and you're not talking about abolish electoral college, abolish judges, I get you're not going to abolish the police. I'm nuanced on that. You're not going to mm-hmm. fucking do it, you fucking fuckface. But, um... <clears throat> You're not talking about shit. You're not serious. You don't actually want to challenge the Republicans. Well, they don't because remember, wasn't it? Um, oh, what the fuck is his fucking uh, Chuck Schumer? Right? Didn't he basically sign a deal with the Republicans that gave them a bunch of judgeships to like so they th- everyone could go home early on recess? Oh, schmucky Chuck! Oh, I remember that shit. Yeah. Yeah. But like a gang of judges, and of course they were all fucking conservative. So I mean, you know. Yeah, because didn't Trump Stillskin <clears throat> sign off on? And it's not like he did the shit. He's just, as Grover Norquist said, they just need someone with five digits that can hold a pen and sign the paperwork they want signed. Yes. Grover Norquist said that shit, not verbatim, though. But oh, no, yeah. that's pretty verbatim. He oh. said we just need someone with enough working digits. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was during the Romney campaign. I think so. In 2012. Yeah. Yeah. But so this brazen ruling in Michigan previews where the U.S. Supreme Court might take the country, especially with the breathing room that a 6-3 conservative supermajority would create. Although the news media have mostly focused on what uh, Justice Amy Coney Barrett would mean for abortion and gun rights, her confirmation may pose a more fundamental threat to good governance. The United States Supreme Court, like the Michigan Supreme Court, may become an even more stridently partisan instrument than it already is. So... Hmm. The Atlantic is talking all that shit. Yeah. I didn't know. I still think the Atlantic is weak, but I don't remember why. I don't know. (coughs) Uh, Like other governors around the country, Michigan's Gretchen Whitmer declared a state of emergency in March and enacted aggressive emergency measures to fight COVID-19. These efforts were found in the support of two separate laws. One is the Emergency Powers of Governor Act adopted in 1945. Some shit from 19... Isn't that when America was great? If she's enacting some shit from 1945, she made America great again, boys. <laughs> the fuck? QAnon won. Hmm. By mid-June, statewide cases dropped to fewer than 200 a day from a peak of more than 1,600. A study uh, out of Imperial College, excuse me, and the University of Oxford suggested Whitmer's efforts, efforts may have saved as many as 74,000 lives. Hmm. Um, but as in other states, lawsuits challenging the governor's executive orders came fast. Republican judges proved receptive even when the legal arguments were appallingly thin. Three months into the pandemic, for example, a federal judge in Grand Rapids declared that the governor's uh, statewide closure of gyms was so irrational as to be unconstitutional. All right. 
And there's a quote from the judge. Of gyms? Gyms. Gyms haven't even existed but that keep, long. But peep how in the previous article, though, about the guys who were going to kidnap her, what did one of them say? What it up? was about the gyms. He mentioned the gyms. Okay, I'm not body shaming. None of these guys look like <laughs> they gym beyond a slim gym. Like, they don't, I'm not convinced that these are gym of guys. Of course they don't go to the gym, but it's about, you know, like, my freedom. If I want to go, I, I can't. I bet you they go to the gym, but they don't go hard. They go to the gym and, like, tell women that they're doing it wrong. Oh, shit. <laughs> or they probably just, they probably have bad form, don't exercise right, and then when they're done with the gym, they fucking go and eat some shit that I've probably recently eaten. Mm. Which is, uh, I haven't eaten the best things, folks. (laughs) But yeah, and so the judge said, quote, At this point, the bare assertion that gyms are dangerous enough is not, uh, at this point, the bare assertion that gyms are dangerous is not enough to demonstrate a real or substantial connection to public health, nor is it a set of facts establishing a rational basis to justify their continued closure. So basically, a judge said that we need to keep gyms open because we can't prove having a bunch of people in a gym can help spread COVID. What? That's basically what the judge said, is that he doesn't feel that there's enough evidence to say that keeping gyms open and having people in them can spread COVID. That the airborne virus that can be in the air for six hours alive, six hours Mm -hmm. that a bunch of people Mm -hmm. during a pandemic in Mm -hmm. one area Mm-hmm. Where in gyms, I don't know if you know this, folks breathe pretty hard huh. because they're engaged in activities that are strenuous. Mm-hmm. Breathing hard and also speaking spreads it, you know, because I remember like I fucking downloaded and read everything I could like the week that I was finding out about this virus shit. Mm-hmm. You know, because I was like, let me dig into it. And Democracy Now, of course, was the first outlet I had covering it. Mm-hmm. And this is like fucking like February. No, not like February. But, you know, it yeah. was it was early yeah. in the game. And then, and that was the outlet that I found that they were like, um, I didn't. They found that uh, people were spreading it back in November 2019. Mm-hmm. You know, like they were finding contact tracing all the way back then. Yeah. But yeah, so fuck this judge and his goofy shit mm-hmm. and the existence of a judge at all. Fuck that as well. Yes. So the judge's decision was so far out of line, it earned him a swift unanimous rebu- rebuke from an appeals court. Another example was a 13-page concurring opinion from a Republican judge excoriating Whitmer. Is that how you say that? Excoriating? Uh, That's how I think it's said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Excoriating Whitmer for her COVID-19 emergency orders in a case that had nothing to do with the pandemic. At issue was an emergency rule prohibiting the sale of flavored nicotine pods for e-cigarettes. What the fuck? What kind of tangent? What? (laughs) What? God damn it. (laughs) This shit is hard to follow these fucking doors. Because they were talking about e-cigarettes and he fucking compared it to her COVID emergency orders and then said totalitarianism has no place in America. Wait, and they wrote wait, huh? 13 pages, yes. Oh, I thought you said 15. 13 pages? 13. Mm Mm-hmm. The judge's rhetoric was so extreme it bordered on parody. There's a quote from this. Uh, We... Will we live under the thumb of autocrats and hope they will keep us safe? The world of our children and grandchildren hangs in the balance. Nigga, all she said was close down gyms and wear a mask. That's what the fuck she said. 
but the paranoid suspicion of the government should be recognizable to anyone familiar within the conservative legal movement. As Chief Justice John, uh, John Roberts has warned, the danger posed by the growing power of the administrative state cannot be dismissed. So now the Michigan Supreme Court's uh, decision uh, marked the height of the totalitarian line, uh, totalitarian line of thinking, criticizing the emergency powers of Governor Act for giving Whitmer concentrated and standardless power to regulate the lives of our people. Okay. The Republican majority held that the law was unconstitutional because it violated the so-called non-delegation doctrine. The doctrine prohibits legislatures from passing laws that delegate too much power or power of the wrong kind to the executive branch, but the doctrine has never done meaningful work in U.S. constitutional law. It has not been used to strike down an act of Congress since 1935, and it has never been used to strike down a Michigan state law, much less an emergency law that has been on the books for three quarters of a century. But the Michigan uh, Supreme Court was following the lead of the U.S. Supreme Court in an opinion last year that Justice Neil Gorsuch, um, <laughs> is that the, 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 one the frostbite with the, uh, guy? Yeah, with the truck driver. Who was like, where like what a truck driver's truck broke down, but it was freezing out and the truck driver was starting to show signs of hypothermia. Yeah. And so he left his truck and Gorsuch ruled that he should have st- argued he should have stayed with the truck until he died. Yep. Instead of going in to get, yeah, okay. That's Neil. So Gorsuch premised his argument on uh, the originalist claim that the framers believed that would frustrate the system of government or ordained by the Constitution if Congress could merely announce vague aspirations and then assign others the responsibility of adopting legislation. What? <sighs> All right. Um, but so it's interesting because this happened last week and people were saying like, this is just going to give ammunition. I hate the word ammunition in the, cause you know, I hate the word in this context cause it's just like ah. so on the nose, but you know, <laughs> so this happened last week and people were saying that like, this is just going to give right wingers like, um, like make them feel more bold about opposing these, like, uh, safety uh, regulations and, you know, wearing masks in public and things like that. And so that literally happened last week. And then this week, what happens? 13 dudes get arrested for wanting to kidnap the governor. <laughs> Which, and it's like, what is, what is it with these fucking people? Like, it reminds me, I think, when you told me about this before I went to the factory this afternoon. Mm-hmm. It's, um, right now, it's 12.45 a.m. It is late in the night. But, you know, I went to work earlier. That I was like, this reminds me of the motherfucker that wanted to assassinate the president with a forklift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that did happen. Yes. Where are they getting their fucking ideas from themselves, actually? This yeah, is, I, I don't know. It's like George Carlin said, this is the best we got, folks. <laughs> it's terrible, actually. All right. Yeah, it's fucking you're, terrible. You're finding us something else? Uh, I'm pretty sure the first guy, the guy in the first uh, story we mentioned said something about it. Oh, yeah, actually, here it is, right? So that thing I just read that the um, Michigan judge told the governor no, that she wasn't allowed to close gyms because he wasn't convinced that they can help spread COVID. In this article about uh, the ringleader or one of the ringleaders of these 13 guys who wanted to kidnap the governor, uh, he live streamed a video to a private Facebook group on June 25th in which he complained about the judicial system in the state of Michigan controlling the opening of gyms. So the exact same shit that that judge was talking about. Like, all right. <laughs> yeah. It's a little wild. All right, folks. Um, So what? Earlier today, we did cover some cis, the cis identity extremists. Oh, God. Yes, we did. And then we got these blokes. So mm-hmm. this this is a pretty much very action-packed episode once I finally upload it. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, you got to, folks, you have about an hour and 50 minutes of wine cellar activity coming your way. Mm-hmm. And I will definitely uh, split up separate clips and put them on the website by themselves. Just in case folks would rather hear individual clips and get on with your life. But for folks that just like a full-ass episode, you've got a heavy-handed one. You Venus Leader is still clicking shit. What else? I am. Um, I was looking for an update. We talked. It was uh, something else we covered earlier, the story about the guy whose um, daughter died in the car, and he wouldn't let police, like, break the windows. So-called brother. So I keep seeing online that um, everyone's saying... Now that it's come out that the daughter was already dead before police were called and that he strangled her before this happened and then like played it off like she like he locked the keys in the car and she died from the heat in the car. But I cannot find a confirmation of that. So just know that I'm looking and if I actually find verification and not just like Twitter threads, I'll let y'all know. Because that's what they're saying is like he killed her first and then put her in the car and then locked the keys in the car on purpose and then was like, oh no, lock the keys in the car. I guess the kid's just going to be hot type situation so well, wait like doesn't strangulation cause bruising yes he didn't but they haven't well they haven't released the autopsy yet so i don't even know if that happened because oh. it's just people on social like random people on social media not like journalists or reporters or whatever okay so like i don't know it's fucking bob and fucking dave right yeah all right that's all right so uh we might have an update in horrible news for you yeah. And I'm also, uh, I'll, and when I get up in the morning, I'll be looking for updates on the um, the black woman that was tortured by the cop in the cop car, hogtied and upside down on the ground, mm-hmm. driven around, probably joyridden. Oh, I, I, he wasn't even driving. He just had the car stopped, remember? Oh, you were looking at the video and like there wasn't yeah. movement out the windows. Yeah. Fucking pigs. Mm-hmm. All right, fucking pigs, fucking so-called brothers and... Michigan militiamen. Yes. Oh no, it shouldn't come to that. That, that shouldn't damn near rhyme like that. <laughs> All right, the Michigan militiamen. Wow. Yeah, one of these guys uh, from the Michigan militiamen spent four thousand dollars on a helmet and night vision goggles. Four thousand. I swear to fuck, I will say a nice thing about one cop if they just let me beat his ass for that myself. <laughs> four thousand dollars. Four thousand dollars. Four thousand. Four thousand. I want to say it five more times, but I know that that will get annoying. I want to beat his ass. I mean, I feel like it's justified at this point. I mean, I'm sure he goes to the gym a lot. I don't know how I'm going to handle him. <laughs> I think you'll be all right. I have, I have faith in you. I have tools. You do? I, I won't show up with my crowbar and fucking <laughs> tally whack that ass. I'm pretty sure that's not an actual thing. Mm-hmm. But after I do it, that's what they're going to say. It looks like the Negro tallywhacked him. <laughs> Is that what's happening? Tallywhacking? All right. All right. com. And if you want to see Michigan militiamen get tallywhacked with a crowbar, you can go to patreon.com slash wine. There needs to be a super cut of these. You can go to patreon.com slash media fund, and you can sign up for a uh, Michigan tallywhacking and support that. Yes. And uh, patreon.com slash tallywhacking.com. Damn it, Christ. (laughs) Shout out to Tim Woodman. (sighs) Shout out to fucking BDSM sex workers. (laughs) (laughs) And there's paypal.me slash Phoenix and William. There's Venmo at Wine Cellar Media. There's Mm -hmm. Cash App, dollar sign Phoenix Kaliter. 
um, holding it the fuck down. Uh, these roaches in the locker room at work and these mandatory seven day work weeks got me wanting to push the podcast harder, push it harder, push it harder. Thanks to the folks out in Australia subscribing for so many years for so much a month Mm -hmm. and all the folks in McMurica and wherever the fuck else niggas signing up and hitting up the shit, getting me closer. And I swear to fuck that shit gets to like 1,500 a month. Yeah. Like I'm sure like, like, cause it, I, I should gun for like 2000 a month, but mm-hmm. I'm also thinking like, if I go full time, I also got to remember that's no more buying tools for work. No right. more buying steel toes for work. Mm-hmm. No more buying steel toe blister resistor work socks. Mm-hmm. So I don't fuck up my feet for work. Yeah. Driving to and right. from work. Gas money. Yeah. yeah wear a lot of, on the car. Yeah. Shit like that. Like life gets cheaper if you work from home. Mm-hmm. So it's like I actually don't need to make the same amount that I'm making at the gig. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh. Let's get there. <laughs> so I'm going to upload shit, post it, repost it, cross post it, and try to expand the wine cellar audience. So those of you that have been in our echo chamber for a while, hopefully we get some more folks in and we hope they're cool. And if they're not cool, you tell them, hey, stop it and be cool. Stop it before you get tallywhacked. That's right. If, <laughs> if you're a transphobic bootlicker, you're going to fucking get a Michigan tallywhacking.com. <laughs> All right.